Hey Scrappers, it's Izzy, just here to give a quick hello ahead of the ensuing drama. Um, also, a fun reminder, if you're bored between episodes, come hang out in our Discord. We share recipes and pictures of pets, and also, like, a lot of discussion of dairy-based products for, I don't know, fun, I guess. Uh, we're also on Twitch, uh, where we sometimes play games that aren't Pathfinder, that's fun. Um, or, or a newer option, you can check out our website for some retail therapy. We're adding new merch all of the time, and only some of it is extremely glittery. So, so many options for you, you know, on that Thursday to Wednesday slump. Just a quick announcement, end of book two is coming up, and we have some exciting giveaways there. Um, in terms of, like, a fun pre- pre-game story. Um, enjoy this vignette from my own life. <clears throat> One time I was waiting for the train and a mouse ran across my foot and it was gross. Thank you for listening. This is Pot Against the Machine. back to Pot Against the Machine, the only actual play podcast that responds to character death with outright catchphrase mutiny. I'm your host, and here's everybody. Hello. Hello. I mean, still pretty sad. <laughs> I am also going to bed now. Nah, just delete it. Cut it out. <laughs> I, I felt dirty saying it. I'm going to go take a shower and be back in like 20 minutes. <laughs> that makes sense. That was... Definitely a planned decision and not uh, me realizing we've been going about 20 minutes longer than we normally do and having no other outs. <laughs> well, um, when last we left our heroes, um, they had a big fight in the um, area under the Scrapmaster's arena. They uh, met with the Etten Dregs and uh, she got a, fr- a full attack in for the first time. Knocking Kira out in, I want to say, the first seven minutes of the episode. Was it seven? <laughs> um, after that, um, Vargas bravely dashed behind her, missed on the way, and um, then there was a bloodbath. There were a lot of not very important bad guys killed. Uh, Dregs was killed, and in the end, Vargas went down, came back up, and then went down permanently. Or so we thought. There was a brave and frantic final stand by Asher and Brixby as they fought off the horde of mooks um, <laughs> in very, very efficient fashion. The two characters who were super designed for it, especially with Asher having no guns. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the party emerged victorious, um, carried Vargas's mutilated body back to the clockwork chapel where they found some new people waiting for them a trio of kelids led by an old woman who was rather surly and rather insistent on taking vargas's body away as she'd apparently predicted his death the party wasn't a fan of this surly stranger and her silent surly companions just taking the body of their friend who'd only died in the last few minutes. Um, yeah, we had some back and forth, and then finally the uh, old woman got frustrated and um, brought Vargas back to life. <laughs> just, you know, a little quick revive-a-do, as one does. Very passive-aggressive way to end that uh, (laughs) confrontation. We were going to do more, but then somebody cut the episode off early. Oh, no, I mean, her reviving him is a very (laughs) passive-aggressive. It's like, fine, I can't take him, neither can you. (laughs) Fine. You want him alive, he's alive. Whatever. 
So before we get into it, everybody's super happy that Vargas isn't really dead. We're super sad that Vargas isn't really dead. Mixed feelings. <laughs> no. Uh, so <laughs> so let me, to, to clarify, it is nothing against Vargas the character. It's more my hardcore mode, for lack of a better phrasing, of like, man, it's really easy for, especially as you get higher levels, for someone to just kind of bounce back. Like, whew, yeah, dead again, check. And it, it really takes some determination on the player's end uh, to have it affect the character, because there's nothing mechanically really to make that necessary. So, you know, like Buffy, it's do or die. Hey, I've died twice. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And they, like, literally, our first reward was, hey, here's a seventh level roll that gives yeah. you a freebie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that we have like undue access to revivification magic uh, because I mean, what what Jeff said is is right. If for some reason you know nothing about Pathfinder, but you only listen to this podcast, it is very unlikely for characters under I don't know uh, level five, six, maybe even seven to to get rest. There's just kind of this unspoken, especially mm-hmm. with APs that are a little stingy with uh, those resources that like you're dead you're dead until yeah. honestly till you start hitting double digits and then you sort of have the magic the access to the levels mm-hmm. the, the yeah yeah by the time you get up to like the kind of spell like they gave us in that scroll you're normally like 15th 16th level no time has once again <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's the new catchphrase i think <laughs> no time has passed yeah that's that's how you can tell that no time has passed. So I am glad that this worked out. I forgot that we had that when 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 that wooden went down, and I was like, "Well, I have to go to bed now. I cannot play anymore tonight. I'm done." Um, so glad that we worked that out, and we could play another hour and a half of. I well, I didn't really do anything, but you all were great. I think they're much like with that robot collector robot. There is an alternate timeline where Brixby and Asher are still fighting all those mooks. <laughs> it's just like stormtroopers missing each other. Hammering a bug to death. Yeah, I mean, you're not giving yourself enough credit, Izzy. Uh, people at home don't know that you laid on the floor for the entire time that you got knocked out. You brought the webcam down and you didn't move. Um, yeah. it was. It's the character <laughs> acting we've been talking about. This is the... <laughs> Yeah, you had Kingsley <laughs> pretend to be an Etten. Just also laid on top of yeah. It was uh, you know, we both got some rest in, uh, mourned Vargas kind of. But listen, I'm willing to commit to the show. <laughs> That's the yeah. Daniel Day Lewis inception. The Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis of podcasters on the Daniel Day Lewis of podcasts. <laughs> All right, well, let's begin by taking a step back in time into the structure underneath Scrapwall, whatever that structure is, to a pitch battle. Kira lies on the ground near death. Asher and Brixby are clustered together, cornered in a small room crowded by equipment and seemingly innumerable foes pressing in on them. And then out in the hallway, Vargas the Broken lies on a metal floor. Down, but not out. He's been down so many times before, he's used to this. When you're a warrior who faces the odds Vargas has, you spend a lot of time on the ground. And just like before, through sheer force of will, he opens his eyes. With his tattooed arm, he pushes himself up just enough to get an angle, and he swings his metal arm at the towering fanatic standing over him. This orc is cleverer than the Blindheim, cleverer than the robot. He bats Vargas's arm away, and as the man without a clan falls back into unconsciousness, the orc raises his improvised club and brings it down one more time. In the next instant, Argus is awake, awake in pitch darkness. There's no one else around and he's falling, falling faster and faster with nothing visible below and nothing above, nothing except a faint silver glow. That wasn't there a moment before, but it builds in stronger and stronger, throwing a sort of hazy gloom over wherever this is, as Vargas falls endlessly, and a feeling creeps into his head. He's been here before, maybe. 
He knows what this is. Some part of him does. He twists around. It's hard to tell if the movement is even voluntary. And he sees the source of the light. Finds himself staring into the glowing silver face of the moon. It's distant but huge. Far bigger and closer than the moon of the waking world. And it stares down like an impossibly gigantic skull watching the land below. Then the falling is stopped. Vargas finds he's standing on a path made of gray, loosely packed, sandy soil. In front of him, he sees the back of a human head, an ancient Vudrani woman. She shuffles forward a single step. Without a thought, Vargas follows. Behind him in this line, there are already dozens of beings, more appearing every second. And in front of him, the line stretches on and on, slowly spiraling around itself. Time passes. Minutes or hours, it's impossible to tell in this place. Nothing seems to change here. The line gets longer behind him and shorter in front of him. Is this forever? Then a heavy gauntleted hand claps on Vargas's shoulder, pulls him out of the line, off to the side. Vargas finds himself staring up at a bear-like humanoid, fully nine feet tall, wrapped in layer after layer of sheets of iron armor. The creature grins down at the deceased Kellid showing a row of long, metallic teeth. This beast says nothing at all, but Vargas instinctually understands. It's not his time. The Lord and Iron still isn't finished with him. He has a choice in this moment, to step back in line, or to step in the other direction. He lifts his foot, and in the next moment, he's back in the clockwork chapel. Svetka Nil stands over him, very nearly smiling. Just seconds after he literally chose life after death, life over death, Vargas no clan, Vargas the broken, Vargas the resurrected, is faced with another choice. Will he walk with this woman who he once called mother towards the promise of rebirth, or will he plunge once more under the arena to face a god with his found family? Also, that was really well written, Sam. <laughs> Sky metal. <laughs> no, no, no sky metal, but No, I'm taking one. Nope, nope. You can only use it for an NPC that is on our side. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But you folks at it. home, Sam did in fact just give himself a sky medal on the uh, roll twenty. There's no take backs. <laughs> uh, so uh Vargas wakes up, he hears uh Sveka say that thing that she said at the very end of the last episode that I'm not going to repeat because I forgot to listen to it back and don't want to get it exactly not exactly right uh, and he's going to just ignore her and look over at the party instead and say we're we're back in the chapel did we win well considering you're here before us now, I'd say yes. We did win. The fight was... difficult. Kira lay under the body of an Etten for quite some time. We were barely able to kind of reach the wand, the part of her finger, to get her back up. Because with you, dead, only she was strong enough to lift herself out. Quite a predicament. But... Brixby and I did manage to defeat the rest of the minions who had been sent our way, and thankfully, we heard no more of our... eyestalk photo nemesis on our way back out. I make light of the situation here in this moment, but it was somber indeed when we carried you back. We didn't expect to find your people here waiting for us, but we intended for Dinvaya to use the scroll to bring you back to us. It seems Perhaps your god had other plans. They'll just look up and say, Dead. What do you mean, dead? 
you have that ability to rise from the floor when you're unconscious and strike out. It's been incredibly effective on several occasions, but this last time he missed the orc and instead, while well, it got his attention, he didn't know whether or not he could do this time and time again. Playing possum, perhaps. He struck you down. Vargas, he ended your life. He'll uh, look at the other two party members and say, Is is that true? I, I died. You brought me back. Kira's fully, like, just, um crying like no sound just standing there tears running down her face staring at Vargas I don't think she said anything I probably wouldn't uh at least until he looked over there Rixby taking a second kind of just watching Asher and Vargas talk in turn is yeah mate um you died you did your bonds was smashed just scattered across the floor. Ah. I carried you back. You, but you're here. You, you got a second chance. He just looks kind of amazed. That even though he understood in some way the magic was beyond him, but has some, you know, sort of understanding of arcane and even divine magic a bit. Yeah, you, you're back. He just kind of puts his hand on the junkie arm. I think um, as Rix finishes talking, Kira like kind of takes a breath and is like, "Are are you are you back? Are are you okay? You were everything Asher said is true, and we didn't even know until after. I, I'm so sorry we weren't there to help, or I I wasn't there. I, we 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 didn't know until after, and then we tried to fix it and. I guess your mom is here now. Are you okay? And uh, he'll look over at her and he'll say, In battle, people will die. It's best not to think about it too much or you start to think about the ones on the other side having the same thoughts that you just had. But, yes, I think I'm okay. And he'll, uh, Pushes himself to his feet and he looks at the three Kelids that are there and he says, So, what exactly is it that you want? That's very simple, says the old woman. And she's been kind of making a show of her impatience the whole time. Her arms are crossed and t- t- scowling and uh, very much like, you know, that this was a waste of her time. You need to come with me. I've seen your future. And a great darkness hangs over you. But there is a chance that you can be made whole again. Only if you come with In this future you see, it's important enough for you to have come here. Now. And she holds a hand out, like, kind of gesturing, like, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he looks at the two men flanking her, and he says, Bron, Desk, I see you two are still walking in my mother's shadow. I don't know why you're here after 25 years, and... I honestly don't care. I don't know if you missed it when you said it yourself, but I have a new clan now. And regardless of how important you think your visions are, your visions that I remember so much you complaining about how ephemeral they were, how often they'd change. But if suddenly now you've 
become the only person on the face of Galarian to have true oracular sight, it doesn't matter. I'm not going with you. She shakes her head. You're as stubborn a boy as ever. I was there when you fell the first time, just as I'm here now. It is not safe for you to assume that the Lord in Iron, nor I, will be here to bring you back a third time. You weren't going to bring him back. You were going to take him away. She just gives Kira like a death look. <laughs> just like shooting rays of... Oof, make a fortitude save. Just... Yeah. It's a gaze attack. Um, <laughs> it's bad. You don't want to fail this one. <laughs> Straight out of the eyes. Yeah, let's call it a natural 20. Oh, sure. Like shooting rays of disintegration. <laughs> Vargas will, uh look back and forth between them and say is this true you weren't going to bring me back weren't going to let them bring me back she burned our school of resurrection right up <laughs> say it. it is true they uh, I was going to use the scroll on you they intervene can't speak exactly to motivations then Vaya gets the death look as well. <laughs> and Svetka says, What we were going to do with you doesn't matter now. What we did do is bring you back. Death hangs over you. It hangs over this creature as well. This is your last chance, Vargas. And he's gonna... Look at her again, he's gonna square his shoulders up and walk over to stand by uh, Asher and Kira, kind of away from the three Kelids, and he just says, I've made my decision. If I'm meant to die, I'll die with them. Whatever plan you have, whatever you think you see, it's not important to me. This is. You talk about me being made whole again. You didn't care much about that two decades ago. As I remember it, you sent me out into the waste to die. And, and he looks down at his arm. I made myself whole again on my own a long time ago. So, take your two little errand boys here and leave this place. You're not welcome. And she steps away from the two of them and just like basically right up into Vargas's face and um, she's not going to be winning any stickers for being the tallest. So he's just like absolutely towering over her. But she's you know, as close to nose to nose more like nose to sternum as she can get. And she says... You presume you are much wiser than you are, boy. It will be the death of you, as it already has been. So it will be. And then she walks away. And the the two Kelids uh, wait a beat, and then um, the one known as Bronzel, Bronzel spits on the ground. Oh, he walks out to follow her. Desk waits another beat after that. He just spares a one look for Vargas before he, he walks out of the chapel. And I think as he's walking out, Vargas is going to uh, just tap Desk on the arm as he walks past and say, Your brother died a good death. And... That's just kind of all he says to either of the two of them. Gets him a pause just long enough to break stride, but he doesn't look at him again, and out he goes. I think the door is locked on the way out, so they have to wait to be let out. Kira will dart up and uh, 
give Vargas's mom a mean sticker. Just, you are mean. <laughs> Which can't. Got a frowny yeah. face on it. Which probably can't happen, but she will give Vargas a, um, sh- just like a sparkly best friend sticker. She doesn't wait or ask permission, just sort of like pulls it out and sticks it on his arm. It's like, well, that's handled. And unfortunately, the door of gears have been rewound and they're all just eviscerated on the way out. It's really quite macabre and graphic. (laughs) Uh, I think he'll look at everybody else and say, I'm sorry all of you had to deal with that. But thank you for from what it sounds like standing up for me. I'm sorry you had to deal with that for like ever. Yeah, mate, you really weren't in a state to do much standing by that point, so, uh, always happy to stand up on your behalf. No, but really, I'm so glad you're back. Just kind of hugs him in an uncharacteristic degree of intimacy. Brixby has not yet had. <clears throat> Just grabs his little shoulders. His large shoulders with his little hands. <laughs> his canonically shoulders. tiny shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> with tiny tiny shoulders he's basically uh the reverse of all of those like top heavy cartoon characters yeah he's got the triangle body but yeah the the, like he's got like adult football uniform except the youth shoulder pads it's just so weird that vargas has such small shoulders i wasn't gonna say anything oh the fan art send it in so he hugs him around his wide hips and he says <laughs> I know it's not easy choosing between blood and well what you know is right but well it just it never gets easier I just want you to know that I appreciate the weight of your decision and I'm glad you're here and you do have a clan so you gotta come up with a (laughs) new surname I suppose I bet your character could come up with one is is it not VC4? Vargas VC4 (gasps) we can monogram everything with two V's it'll be great Uh, I think he'll uh, look between the two of them and say yes I was honestly surprised myself when she let that one slip. Uh, I hadn't come to think of us that way, but we we are almost like a clan. I guess I'm not Vargas no clan anymore. I'm Vargas junk punch of the very capable for Brixby, if it makes you feel any better, those three have not considered me blood in a very long time, and I doubt they do now. I'm sure that they probably just thought I could be useful to them. Well, mate, in my experience, you know, blood comes at birth, blood can be spilled, but blood can be lazy. Blood takes for granted what flows in your veins. But every day we make our clans, our families, our connections. You've bled with us enough to be part of whatever sort of group, clan, squad we have here. I'm happy to call you family. And your new name is really cool. Not that the old name wasn't, but, um, again, I think this one looks better monogrammed on t-shirts and bags. Yeah, you will have to pay for the, uh, the new business cards out of your personal account because the people down in accounting just, yeah, we can't do it twice a year, so. We'll sell your portion of GooTubes. And mine. Let's not do anything hasty. Gotta save the things that are tasty. <laughs> ah. That was good. Wow. 
That is good. Tian, Tian, Tian. <laughs> anyway, you say that you feel all right. Uh, you at your full strength. Is there any sort of ill effects your body is experiencing from your ordeal, whether you remember it or not? I feel, I don't know, almost drained. If I could put a uh, description to it, like I'm weaker somehow. And uh, for those that don't know, when you get uh, resurrected with the resurrection spell, you get a permanent negative level. So you basically get a negative to a bunch of your attribute scores that kind of makes you the equivalent of a level lower than you are. You still have your same number of spells and same type of spells. You still have all your abilities, just your scores are down. And in Viasis, I, I believe I will be able to, to help with that tomorrow, if Bri allows. It can be good for, for that much, at least. Yeah, so I'm at uh, full health and have all my abilities back, so do we want to go back down into the... Uh... Once more into the breach? Oh yeah, right now. <laughs> right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. I'm fine, yeah, let's head out. Yep. Yeah. Asher does have <laughs> one non-broken gun and ten broken guns. <laughs> to be fair, he started the day with eight broken guns, so it's not like he broke Solid. all ten of them in the fight, but <laughs> oh. it's a big downer uh, that his newly masterworked gun is broken. So if we were to wait till tomorrow, get that smite back. Although we could go with oh, one yeah. gun... All the acid splashes that Pixby can muster. And, uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think we could probably take on Alien. Yeah. There's a, there's still a haste in there. That's about it. But, yeah, we're good to go. No, yeah. There was a point in last battle, it's a little meta to say, <laughs> where I was just like, we're no longer saving for the next battle. <laughs> we are just... Yeah. We are just trying to survive. Um... And that, that was... Right around that time, Bragus yeah. died. <laughs> like, well... But yeah, I think we should go back there bright and early. Um, Dinvaya, I mean, if you can restore his strength, that would be appreciated. But we ourselves should do anything we can to shore up our defenses. In the meantime... By that, I mean, Brixby is going to scribe a scroll... Actually, probably two low-level scrolls this evening. Which will give you plenty of time to fix all of your guns. <laughs> Dinvaya has plenty of healing to get everyone up to full. Uh, the restoration will have to wait for tomorrow. Dinvaya does say, I, I believe until this situation is resolved, we would be best served setting watches for the night based on what happened last night. I can take first watch. I gotta finish scribing these scrolls. I will take any watch that isn't last watch, because I do not like waking up early. Oh, unless Vargas do you, do you want, you could because of how, you know, that thing where you died. They, no, I'm fine with the last watch, I rarely sleep through the entire night anyway. You can't forget, he's old. He gets up early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got a bad prostate. He loves that stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure I'll take second or third, whichever, doesn't matter. <laughs> so I love that Vargas is like 54, but every time we mention his age, it seems like he's getting older. <laughs> like well, the jokes the that we <laughs> It adds a good decade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else anybody wants to accomplish before rolling over the day to the real last day of book two? Yeah, I think as far as other things to do before fast-forwarding the night, during his watch, Asher will try for the first time to fix a second gun in one day using uh, Sam's crafting rules. So I'll just go ahead and roll that craft check. Uh, and he fails. So 
He tries, but it's been a it's been a taxing day. So that's all right. The gun explodes, and um, let me just type up these rules real quick to sell in Pathfinder M. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it explodes. <laughs> uh, Asher takes, uh, I think, twelve d eight con damage, probably, and he just man. Sounds about right. Vargas is back. The scroll is gone. Everyone's asleep, so nobody could use the trauma pack plus. As Asher just. He's gone. Thumbs the brakes. You try and get greedy and fix two <laughs> weapons in a day. <laughs> That's what happens. Might as well have these rules for a reason. Do you want any perception checks during our watches, Sam? Um, yeah, let's do perception checks um, in order. Uh, Brixby was going to go first. All right. Oh, Rixpo has... That is a dirty 20. I think with a 20, um, you know, this place is creepy and it's rather noisy all night long. You don't notice any any troubles. Any assassins sneaking in or anything? Seems all good. <laughs> Excellent. Who's going second? Probably Asher. Ah, and distracted as he was by his failed craft attempt, that natural one for a total of a five on perception. That's right. At level six, I'll put a skill point in that. Whoa. So, uh, yeah, I think Asher, while he is working away on his gun and it's exploding and he gets the powder in his eyes and... He's just does a terrible job on his watch. But uh, luckily, no assassins come. Mm, Kira? Probably should have rolled that before, uh, as if I didn't know that my turn was coming, but uh, 26. So, um. 26. Unconcerned. Oh. <laughs> so Kira snaps uh, awake and is, of course, profoundly alert despite being awakened in the middle of the night. You can see into the darkness. Everything seems fine. You can see into the darkness, and the darkness doesn't see you back so far. Nice. And finally, how about Vargas as the sun is starting to come up? Vargas is going to uh, join Asher in the uh, one club here with a... uh, Let's see, what is my perception bonus? With a five. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... That's my number. We're twins. Wow. Buddies. Well, I think Vargas maybe for the first time in a long time, you know, he's just so beat from dying and coming back that he gets up for his watch and maybe he falls asleep <laughs> again for his watch. Dark stalkers come in and murder us all in our sleep. Gets lucky. Just hate to see it. Yep. Uh, yeah, we all we all get up in the morning and we're like, Vargas, did you fall asleep during your watch? And you're just like, oh, no, 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 I was watching that. I was uh, just in your easy chair with your remote in your hand at the same Channel time. Changer. It's just playing Alfred Hitchcock Presents. <laughs> uh, well, the night does pass without any assassins coming this time. The day is yours. Uh, so Jeff, do you need to you need to fix a gun this morning, and that's going to be another hour? Yeah, just one hour, and okay. Asher will fix his masterwork gunslinger's pistol. Suppose that's probably during my spell choosing hour, so I will choose my spells. Dinvaya also preps her spells. Come over to uh, Vargas and. Uh, put a, a hand on his head and uh, hold her holy symbol of Bri out and say apologize that you had to go through what you did and that I could not have assisted you on my I can help at least with this and she'll mutter a pry to the whisper in bronze and that negative level seeps away Vargas feels like a new man that didn't even just come back. He says, uh, after he feels the 
like drain leave him he looks there he says thank you for that and thank you for attempting to help me last night do not mention it doing far more than I you know you don't have to go back to challenge this this quest that you all have taken on you you are under no obligation keep going no no one would think the worse of you if you walked away people would get hurt if we don't do it who else will how many people even know about what's going on right now we're the best chance that scrap wall torch all of numeria has of stopping hellion from whatever it is he's trying to do i won't fight you there you better not because i have all my spell slots back and it is on i'm kidding i'm the secret boss (laughs) when we walked through those gates of garbage this was a broken land a land that was under the hail of these so-called Lords of Rust. But the four of us, with all of your help and many of the others we've met here, managed to drag this place back to what I imagine it once was. We just have one little smudge we have to wipe out. And Vaya, don't worry. Sure. Vargas came in a little flatter than he did leave the morning before, but we're right as rain now, right? He's putting on an extra jocular face. It's kind of uncomfortable, but it's almost like a death isn't going to happen again. Eh? Mm-hmm. Square up those tiny shoulders and head on out. (laughs) (laughs) You heard her, Vargas. Unrelated. (laughs) Uh, What was that spell that she just did? And that can probably only happen one time a day because we had to wait until the next day. That was lesser restoration? Uh, That was a full-on restoration. Complete restoration. Could someone use a lesser restoration for, say, uh, one con drain? That I forgot about for like six episodes? Oof. Well, that's also actually a full restoration, but... um. Kira totally wouldn't have forgotten about it, so she could. Yeah, she would have been able to cast it on you yesterday, probably, right? We can... Oh, right, yeah. Okay, that makes us... Wait, wait, why? Why couldn't you do it? Okay, I, we'll take all of your words for it. Let's see. Let me just make sure... Yeah, she's got plenty of fourth level spots, so she could have just... Yeah, she could have prepared two today. and um, But she says, uh, yes, uh, I, I didn't forget about you, Kira, get you fixed up in no time and uh she'll cast full-on restoration on kira as well restoring one con drink full-on restoration (laughs) is lesser rest in her normal wheelhouse you guys just uh went to the ringer yesterday this is (laughs) absurd all right uh rixby's gonna sidle up after everyone else shakes her down for healing and is like so I recovered one of those strength damage, uh, but, um, <clears throat> you know, it's not technically mechanically hampering me, but if I got another one, it'd be very um, bad. Yeah, yeah. she um, also <laughs> gives Brixby a lesser resto. Leave a few extra gold in the uh, tithe box to thank her for all of the resto and lesser resto. Sure, you're a monster. <laughs> Bless. Thank you. It was really standing in the way of my melee prowess. Everyone to gather together and do the the high five chest bump from Anchorman, (laughs) except for uh, Asher. Sorry, Asher. You you can also have something restored. The gun. Bring the gun. Bring the gun. We'll all just jump in a circle. All right. So going back in. Oh, yeah. Oh, you bet it. Yeah, time to go grenade some more 
baddies in the middle of this giant arena. For the first time ever, Asher remembers that he had like 10 holsters in his backpack that all the guns were in. He puts on a second, so now he is he has two guns at the ready. I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier. Would have saved a whole turn. Well, the um, trip back to Scrapmaster's Arena is its a little bit more boisterous than, than yesterday. There's uh, some life coming back to Scrapwall as uh, more people are out and about, but um, nobody gives you any trouble as you um, trek the whole two or so miles back to the arena and you cross the arena and nobody shoots at you this time. Nobody cleaned up the, the dead bodies of the acolytes that were sitting up on Hellscarg's throne this time either. And then, um, you know, if you head in, head down the stairs, nobody accosts you uh, beneath the arena either. It's silent and the um, smashed robots are still where you left them. The dead ooze is still where it was and all of Hellion's screens have been broken. Still, no trouble. The hallway back down those stairs into the floor where Vargas died. As you come down those stairs you see that the uh, the Chul, your dear friend the Chul, who actually has the real art for a Chul this week, that's right, the Chul looks like a Chul now. He looks really <laughs> surprised to see us. Oh no, Chuly Julie. Yeah, he's just okay. charming away on some of the dead bodies that you left. <laughs> <laughs> he's so excited. I, for one, appreciate that the Chul has a pawn, mm-hmm. but Svetka and the other two Kaleds were still just tables and tablecloths. <laughs> or whatever table those pots were. <laughs> they were gelatinous oozes. Uh, gelatinous cubes. That's kind of cute. I don't, I like this, the color scheme for this thing is working for me. It's true, it's nice. Wait a minute. Jero, is this your backup and you're pulling our leg? <laughs> Vargas yeah. is going to leave and you're like, surprise! Chul runnings. Ah... Uh, Masterful. There's an ep title right there. It's my backup, uh, Drooly Chooly. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I think as you come down these stairs and come upon this Chool who has climbed out of the muck <laughs> to eat a half orc corpse, uh, surprised as it looks as you come down, it doesn't look friendly. I'm going to need everyone to roll for initiative. Can we tell it that we spared it yesterday? Just yesterday, he was a shrimp with a minigun. And today, he's a real chul. All his troubles seem so far away. <laughs> now it looks as though he's here to stay. I believe it. <laughs> so what did uh, Asher get for initiative? Moving on up. You know, if we combine my two rolls, they'd be double digits, because that's a nine off the dice for 13. Lucky number. How about Kira? Uh, 16 total. And uh, Vargas? Vargas rolled a 7 for a 9. Alright, and Brixby? Uh, That is a 15 for a 22. Well, congratulations, Brixby. You got the drop on this lobster-like creature with a thickly armored shell and gleaming tiny eyes. Ooh. All right. Well, let's see. Did we... I can't remember. Did we roll knowledges on this last time? Ah, yeah. You did roll knowledges. I think you got his uh, special attacks, the constrict and paralytic ten. All right. Well, um, I will... I'll learn everything I need to know about this by shooting it with my wand. So swift action, release the scorching ray wand from the uh, the quick release sheath, and I'm gonna make a range touch. That is a 19 on the die for 26, even with any soft cove. Yeah, it's definitely got some cove from um, your entire party being between you and the creature, but 
you're still going to hit its flat-footed touch. Ooh, yes. So here comes the fire damage first there. Ah, not amazing. That's only 12. And then the sneaky dues for another 10. So that's 22 points of damage. Oh, that hurt it. That hurt it up good. And uh, that is old Brixbo's turn. All right, well, little crunchy beastie guy here is going to rush on over, climbing on top of its uh, would-be lunch. And it's going to give... It's going to give Kira the claw. The claw. Yeah, that's... I can't do math. It's a lot it hits you. It definitely... It's a 31. Mm. Okay, no, that's a lot. That's true. I, that was, I thought that was sarcasm, but... That's fine. <sighs> Only 9 damage, but it gets a free attempt to grab you. Let's see, what's its CMB? That is a 29 to grapple. That seems aggressive. Yeah, no, no, that's, uh, that's fair. That's fair. All right, well, you just get a little quick constrict damage of 18 as its uh, claw oh, just crunches. My god. It crunches. Did you say 18? 18 crunch damage. Damage? From oh. the constrict. If I don't get to hit something in this battle, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I know. Well, 18 plus 9. What is that? 26? 27. 7? 27? 27. Fine. Well, the Sweet good boy. news is it's your turn. Yeah, I guess I wasn't planning on raging. I was like, oh, this will be easy. I can't. I'm going to save my rage rounds for later, but now I feel like I have to use them. So I guess I'll do is that. Is the chainsaw light one-handed weapon, Sam? No, the chainsaw's a two-hander. Oh, I always forget about that part. Okay, so I think then my options are attempt to dig through my bag for a one-handed weapon or a strength check to snap one out of there. Yeah, you can win the grapple over by making your own CMB check. Uh, you could escape artist if you wanted to. Um, or you could, I guess, punch it, but that's probably ill-advised. Yeah, no, that's, I don't think that's going to be great. Okay, yeah, I'll try and grapple it. No, mm, that's a 20. I don't feel good about that. That's a 20. I mean, 20 total. Uh, no, 20 is not going to take over that grapple. <sighs> All right, well, that's my turn. All right, Asher, you've got guns. You've also got a lot of people between you and the beast. True, true. Is this icon, this pawn, accurately representing the size of this creature? Is it mechanically large? It is mechanically large. It's about 10, 10 foot tall. So at least some of that's going to be pretty visible. Um, so, yeah. so that helps. You lean out over the guardrail. you know. For sure. That seems safe. I don't see why you wouldn't do it. Do a quick knowledge engineering. Um, uh, Asher will draw his pistol and take a shot at old jewel a double digits on natural it's a 15 off the dice for a 27 against touch that will hit maximum nine points of damage that's not very nice at all i mean agreed I'm okay with it not being super nice. Uh, and then he will, as a swift action, call a mundane round back into his gun. Alright. And that will bring us to Vargas, the first turn of his life. Uh, Vargas, as a swift action, is going to spend uh, two points from his arcane pool to empower his arm and make it impacting. And he is going to move through both Kira and the creature's square to get to the other side of it. And take a swing at it. That's an 18 on the die for a 23 to hit. 23 will hit. Nine points of uh, adamantine magical bludgeoning. Ow. And that is his turn. Okay, I think that even though it, it can't take a... An AOO 
Um, but I still have to like acrobatics or something to get through its square. <laughs> yeah, I think you probably still have to acrobatics just to get through its space. I thought the point of that was like to avoid and a thing, or is that just to move through an enemy space? Well, let me see. I think typically the movement rules are that you can't move through an enemy square normally. Oh, actually, you know what? In that case, uh, since he's not moving, I'll just do everything I just did, but also uh, long arm. And he just made the attack as part of casting that. Then I can hit from where I am. Okay. So everything else will still happen as it happened. Alright, and that brings us to uh, Brixby. Oh, um, let's see. Uh, I think... Hmm. Kira, you cool? He keeps an eye out for that thumb pointing out from you you chool you cool the chool puts their thumb up and i'm like i'm not asking your chool they put their thumb down uh but yeah no so kira seems cool so brixby um it's only got like a precious five charges on the scorching ray wand left so i think i'm gonna leave it to everybody else who has a little bit less you know what heck let's shoot off an old acid splash why not oh hey Look at that. That's a 21 against touch. Uh, 21 will hit touch. And three points of acid damage. Huge. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Brixby shoots a little uh, Bernie shooter at him. If only it was flat-footed while grappling that you get your sneaky dues. I wish. I know. I just don't can't make myself invisible in time so go get him tiger all right so what this thing is gonna do as a standard action is roll to maintain the grapple on kira and that is a 27 that's got a pretty pretty solid c m number Oh, yeah. No, that's it's going to maintain. It maintains so hard. Okay, well, good news. It's not going to constrict you this round as it uses its claw that just maintained the grapple to transfer you into its mouth tentacles of horror. So I'm going to need a fortitude save, and you're going to want to pass this one. (laughs) Sky metal. Okay, the... Oh, yeah, I guess I do. That's what I was... I was trying to figure out how to cut in at any point during this, but I have to please take I, one. Don't okay. die. Uh, sure. I... Um, I know you already yeah, rolled. Yeah, I did. So, um, let's see. That's 16 on the die, plus 12, plus 4? Yeah, Sky Metal's another 4. For a nice 32. <laughs> yeah, solid, solid 32. <laughs> yeah, that will pass. Unfortunately, it's a DC 33. Ah, so close. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> So you passed as the weird feeling the tentacles put in you. Um, it doesn't do whatever terrible thing it was going to do, but you do automatically take just gonna... nine points of damage from the horrible mandibles and grossness of uh, bad. Which I will just sort of... Uh, hey, this is really gross, so don't... Um, don't do this. That's uh, my support action for the round. Uh, you said nine. Now you get a turn. <laughs> All right, let's try this again. I am concerned about the CMD here, but I also don't. It's I can roll the same thing, even though I'm in it's a different orifice. Yeah, it's effectively still Great. the same grapple. It's just now you're in its kind of mouth. Awesome. Awesome. Gonna adjust. That's better. Uh, that's a. 20, nope, 20, yeah, 25, 25 to blast out. Nope, Jeff looks sad. No. What did we say it was? Closer, but no Did cigar. you tell us last time or were we just guessing? Okay. I'm, one, I'm just trying to figure out if I can break out of this. Yeah, if it's like most Pathfinder monsters built around grabbing PCs, it's basically impossible. <laughs> All right. We'd need someone with like a liberating command to give you a really juicy bonus 
and we don't have that. Which comes back to our prior conversation. Hmm, clerics are useful. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of this cleric you speak of. You've never heard of Derek the Cleric? He's a mercenary cleric for hire. Most parties bring him. And Oddly enough, uh, all of his levels are in Paladin. <laughs> Super weird. Well, Asher is up. Nice. Asher is going to take two shots at uh, at the old Chul. Going to use his Swift in between his two shots to load a mundane bullet. I'm not ready to go back to paper just yet. Things went poorly. Alright, we're looking at a 21 and a 20 against touch. Those will both hit. Uh, 13 total damage. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. The tool is looking hurt. It's got all Mm. armor plating hanging off of it. it. just it's not happy and um it's Vargas's turn okay uh Vargas is going to continue burning spells he was hoping not to burn in this fight uh he is going to cast a shocking grasp and take a swing at this with that uh, 18 on the die, so that's going to be a hit. Uh, 18 points of electricity damage. And... Um, 12 points of magical bludgeoning. And then because he didn't move, he can take a swing at a... Uh, minus 2, which thanks to my thing will level out to be... Will be at a lower to hit uh, natural one, so it doesn't matter. Uh. <laughs> the other reason it doesn't matter is because that um, absurd pile of damage on the shocking grass punch was enough to take the chul down. It collapses. Nice. And Kira's no longer being eaten. I can't believe I ever thought that thing was cute. Same. It's the worst. <laughs> I mean, the old picture was. Yeah, that's true. Now it just says, not jewel, man. <laughs> not jewel. <laughs> so Kira took quite a bit of damage. Asher's going to hustle over there. Holster, Papa, as he moves, he pops a bullet in his gun, holsters it, draws out the wand. And will then just do some wand hits. Quick, quick little boops. Boopy doodles. That's an impressive lobster. (laughs) Well, you know, they catch that one off of... I can't think of any part of New England now to make the joke work, and now it's too late. Off the coast of Maine there. How are you doing after 28 back? Uh, 28, that's great. I'm good. Are you like, I'm good, I'm only down 10. Where you're like, I'm good, I'm pretty close I'm, to full. I'm, you said 28. Let me do the actual math. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, let's let's for real make sure here. I'm good, I'm only down 8. You're getting one more. Uh, you now you you get 3. Sorry. Works for me. Thank you. Alright, well quiet down here. There's dead bodies everywhere, including the new one that you just made. And, um, Hellion's domain stretches before you. Sadly, it's time for me to go to bed. Oh, I forgot about that part. Good night, Sam. Good night, Sam. Night, Sam. Night, Sam.
Pot Against the Machine is property of Network Against the Machine, LLC, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are property of ISO Publishing. See their website for more details. Theme Against the Machine was written and performed by our own Zach. See the show notes for additional music and sound licensing. If you enjoyed the show, we encourage you to leave us a review. Covered my desk in double-sided tape so we wouldn't be interrupted, and my cat is so sad. She put her paw on my cheek, and I almost died. She was like, please. Like, I can't. I can't. Is it fair to say, with all the broken firearms we've come across, that they weren't all just in somebody's pocket? Like, they probably had. Maybe they tucked it in the back of their pants. But it's got to be a reasonable way for me to not have to keep uh, every other gun in my backpack (laughs) (laughs) um i mean you could certainly be wearing two holsters or something i'm gonna do it for the first time on the pod i'll narrate don't worry we can cut this back in boop (laughs) i'm gonna say there's no chance kira doesn't have something you can arts and crafts a uh holster out of an additional holster a six gun i don't know how many holsters Gun usually hold. Gets. I'm gonna. Die. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I mean, according to Boondock Saints, you can wear six. So. <laughs> How many times per day can Denvia cast mending? <laughs> the cantrip. <laughs> Oh, that's right. It is just a cantrip. I was thinking it was a level one. That's right, though. <laughs> can, can you less arrest this masterwork pistol? We've already screwed up the rules on crafting enough. <laughs> she throws a broken gun at Jiro just straight through the fourth wall. <laughs> now, there's a wizard out there with a sign that, that says, Make whole unlimited. And we just mm-hmm. go and just. Drooly Julie. She's got us. He's got 16 levels in drool. Drooly. She probably has wizard levels. I'm just wondering how she got that many scrolls. I'm going to say she has wizard levels. She'll never tell. Oh, she's got so many levels, it's absurd. I know, yeah. Shortly after completing the test of the Starstone, she was stricken with her trademark drool and vacant glare. But it's really just the overwhelming godly power she possesses. Um, well, subscribe to our Patreon if you'd like to hear more about our fanfics relating to Drooly Julie. Um, Man, the love story between her and Clarence is going to be something mm-hmm. else. Can't wait for Sam to write that. I'm writing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's currently doing. <laughs> Did you hear the typing? Those clicky clackies. <laughs>